Hello and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. I'm Nick Waxman and today we are going to be giving you one of 50 Mama interviews. These interviews have been conducted by Drama Victoria over the last two years to celebrate their 50th birthday. These 50 interviews are 50 conversations with 50 legends of the Victoria drama teaching game. So sit back, relax and enjoy a slightly longer than usual version of The Aside. Please note that the audio quality varies depending on where the interview was recorded. This is interview 17 for the Living Legends Project, um, held at uh, Abbotsford Convent, and we're speaking to Mark Bailey, the illustrious Mark Bailey. So Mark, first question, how, why and when did you become involved as uh, a drama educator? Um, well, I went from uh, high school into what was then uh, Melbourne State College um, and uh, started my degree in the 70s. Um, so I, I guess the, the why, I, I grew up in an era where I grew up in the HSC era. Mm-hmm. So drama was not a curriculum-based study. Uh, at, at all, um, <laughs> but we had an incredibly passionate teacher who mounted the school plays, um, and his background was commerce, surprisingly, <laughs> but his passion was for uh, for music, uh, theatre, and um, so that was sort of my first uh, experience of participating in theatre, and I and I think it related more to sensing his passion for the art form, particularly theatre, not so much drama per mm. se, but particularly theatre. And then when I applied to uh, Melbourne State College, um, I did drama uh, and uh, film and television and um, history, social studies. Okay. Um, and followed them, followed them all through. So I think initially to become a teacher was because I had some great teachers in my um, last two years of high school. So I think they instilled in me a real sense that this was a, an incredibly creative profession to get mm. into and an incredibly valuable and worthwhile profession. But in terms of theatre, it was really um, Alan Burroughs and his, um, his commitment to... Uh, to theatre as an art form. The commerce teacher. The commerce teacher. Slash a, musical yeah. theatre fan. <laughs> That's right. So that was the start. So he was your inspiration. He certainly was. Okay. So what are some of the changes that you've witnessed during the, the development of drama and education? Uh, I think some of the changes... I, I When I first started teaching, I, I was teaching in the old HSC... Um, syllabus. Uh, so I was teaching initially drama and uh, then I taught theatre arts, which mm-hmm. was the HSC Group 2 study. And eventually all of that with uh, HSC Group 2, HSC Group 1, STC, I think it was called STC or something. Oh, uh, yeah, I can't remember. There, there were a whole the, lot of other... little yeah, shortenings. Or a whole lot of other things. Victoria had a, had a plethora of... Um, 
of pre-university um, qualifications that you could you could do at year eleven, at year twelve rather, and eventually it all uh, changed with the advent of the VCE. Mm-hmm. So I think one of the most uh, interesting development was the development of the VCE and the way in which that really consolidated and changed everything, and ultimately gave birth to the drama curriculum and the uh, and the theatre studies curriculum, which is significantly different than any other state in the uh, in the country we're very very fortunate here to have the two studies um, and two very different yet complementary uh, studies um, so that's one of the things that I've seen in terms of the transition and then within the time of working in um, in theatre studies because that's basically uh, what I do I don't I don't teach drama I haven't taught drama since very early in the VCE. Mm, mm. And I think seeing that course evolve and change um, over many rewrites and being involved in a number of the rewrite panels has been a really interesting experience to see the way in which it's evolved, the way in which it's changed, the way in which it's attempted to reshape itself to meet the needs of a, of a changing clientele, I guess, yes, in, I agree. In, in many respects. Um, even just simply having to contend with the advent of a written exam in, uh, <laughs> yes, in the study, which initially wasn't, initially wasn't the case. Um, drama and theatre didn't have written exams. They had the, um, in, dra- in the case of drama, they always had a, I think they had a, an ensemble exam, it which was, was initial, it? An, a, originally externally assessed, and then they had the solo, and the theatre always had the monologue, and then all of a sudden were confronted with having to have a written exam, which was a substantial cultural shock, I think, for a lot of people to get their head around uh, a written exam in a uh, principally creative performing arts study. It was Mm. quite a a challenge, I think, to get our head around that. It was a challenge, and uh, I've worked alongside you on those panels, and I can remember many, many long hours of mm. conversation and research into how this sort of thing was being tackled in different states, different parts of the world even, yeah, yeah to see how it was managed. So highs and lows of your career, Mr highs Mark Highs and lows Bailey. of my career. Um, I, th- I think one of the highs was definitely uh, getting involved in Drama Victoria. That was... Um, that was really substantially different for me because I'd always been basically just simply a classroom teacher mm-hmm. um, and had never really been involved with uh, VCAR or um, with anything much broader than beyond my own um, classroom context, my own clientele, mm-hmm. student-based uh, context. And Jane Bird came to Swinburne and spent... A little bit of uh, time teaching there, uh-huh. and Jane was on the Drama Vic committee, uh, and I think at that stage it may have actually been Vardy. Um, I think it was. Uh, yeah, too I think Vardy. I think it was just. I think it was the just magazine. the year before mm. that it uh, changed its name, but Jane persuaded me to come on to uh, the Drama Vic committee, and initially I came on to work with Mask Magazine because my background was also in um, graphic uh, design. So initially I spent some time working on Mask Magazine. At that time Jane was on 
the Drama Vic Committee, and I think Richard might have actually been, Richard Sellers may have actually been president of Drama Vic at mm. that particular point mm. in time. So I stuck around on the Drama Vic Committee for quite a number of years. I tend to, I tend to sort of do things and stay at them for a reasonable, <laughs> for a reasonable period Very of time. Very persistent. Um, and eventually became president of Drama Vic, and then, and then from there became president of Drama Australia. So I think the the highs have really been that connection and, and particularly opening me up to the broader work that exists right across the state in terms of um, the incredible richness of teaching that yeah. actually takes place uh, in this state, the incredible generosity of the, uh, of the teaching community mm. um, in both drama and, and theatre studies. Also, I guess with my position within Drama Victoria, that opened me up substantially to working with VCAR in terms... I'd always been a, um, uh, an assessor of the monologue, mm-hmm. um, so there'd always been some VCAR connection, but with having official positions uh, with Drama Vic, there was more of an entree into yes. working more with VCAR. That's right. And working in the revising of the studies... But as well as that, moving into the to the national sphere and just seeing the incredible breadth and diversity that exists across the country mm-hmm. in the way in which um, theatre and drama education is actually approached, and also the health and vitality that exists across across the country. So that was also uh, another step, and then that obviously introduced me to connecting with the international body idea as president of Drama Australia, um, going to a variety of different idea congresses and idea council meetings. And again, just seeing the diversity that exists across the globe in terms of the the way in which um, these studies are actually approached and and the way in which these disciplines are actually dealt with. So that's been some of the highs. In terms of some of the lows, I think it would have to be... um, dealing with the deaths of some significant members people of the, on the people, landscape. people on the landscape. Yeah, Rob, Galbraith, Rob Galbraith, Charles, Charles Sweet, yeah. um, people who, close friends, incredibly talented people, people who had contributed so much. Mm. Um, mm. And there was great sadness in terms mm. of... Um, in terms of that the, their voices were no longer... Yeah, part of that, um, conversation, part of that conversation, that they've been so That's instrumental right. in, in keeping alive yeah. and, and, yeah. and contributing to. That's right. Absolutely. That's a great observation. Um, you've mentioned Richard Salas, Jane Bird and, and some various other people. Um, any other major mentors or collaborators during... Top. Sure, there's many, but any. The there are lots. I mean, I think I think the thing, one of the things that I really love is the the monologue assessing. Yes. Um, in in theatre, and I guess it's the same for the um, the drama cohort when they get together for the solo <laughs> the solo assessing. It, it, it's like a. It's like a tribal gathering. It's it's like a gathering of the clans. The clans, uh, big Game of Thrones, at some stage. That's right. Again, and, and there are just. There are just so many people who've who've come in and out of that process. People like Val Heath, um, for example, who in the early days were were really there 
to mentor you and to and and to advise you and to uh, just give yeah, you the, it, the the leg up. You know, uh, yes, you can Robin, do this. Robin Brentnell. Yeah, um, you can do this. For example, I mean, I I still have sitting somewhere in my office at school um, a lesson by lesson, term by term outline of units one, two, three, and four theatres that is provided wow. to me by, by Robin, um, which was a lifesaver. I mean, she really she really knew her stuff and put it together. So I think people like Val Heath and Holt, um, uh, so I think just gathering together, and, and, and some of them have disappeared as, yeah. uh, as their... Um, as they get to the end of their teaching career and they... You know, elephant, elephants go to their graveyard. Where do old theatre studies and drama teachers go, uh, Mark? I would hope a lot of them would start writing because I think, I think they've got such a wealth mm. that they should be able to bring. It would be great to see some books um, emerging, but I guess it, I don't know whether they're doing that or not. But Marita, for example, who, who still continues to yes. assess, I mean, it's just really great to spend time with people who've got... And I mean, I'm not that far away from retirement, so I'm not pretending that I'm young. But, but I, I think those people have just been so formative in the in the life of yeah, the yeah. Uh, they've shaped the they've life shaped of the, association. the way we think about about what students yeah. do, and, and they're what, incredibly what we... insightful. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Now, what about the secret to your longevity of the your career? The longevity of your career, Mark. Look, I, I think it would have to be the students. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I teach within a particular educational environment. I mean, I'm, I'm very fortunate that I, that I teach in a, an 11 and 12 campus only in a very uh, supportive school and a school mm-hmm. that's incredibly supportive of uh, the performing arts right, right across the board. Um, we do get students who are challenging, um, <laughs> and but 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 that brings wonderful, wonderful sort of um, incredible benefits to your teaching. I mean, you yeah. you have students who who every year are not going to get the world's greatest ATAR score. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not. It's not in their DNA. It's not. It's not. It's not who they are. It's not going to happen. Um, it's not. It's not going to happen. But, but when you get through in theatre studies the play production process, and then you get through the monologue performance process, of which is now the stagecraft examination process, and those kids just really feed back to you that this has been the most formative part and fulfilling. of their education. Fulfilling. For fulfilling. Yes. You know, just to be able to to work at this um, at this production process mm-hmm. and, and pull this play together and, and get it off and mm-hmm. feel so good about themselves and good about the process and good about what they've been able to contribute. Um, and they come back to Swinburne, you know, seven or eight years yes, later. Yes, they do. Uh, with a couple, couple of kids in tow or something and, and just really talk about how incredibly important this How experience. enriching it yeah. was for them. And, and I think for me personally, that's really what's 
kept me going. But whilst I, I think it's true to say that for drama and theatre teachers, it is a stressful profession. Mm. Um, and I guess I would want to say for anyone who's wanting to take it up, you are going to have to deal actually, with it. Can we talk about yeah, that? Sure. Because w if you've got anything that you could offer to future drama educators or ones who are in it now and beginning embarking on a career, what, what would you say to them, Mark? I, I think what's important is that you actually find yourself a good mentor. Mm -hmm. I, I think you really need to find yourself a mentor, a confidant, someone that you can actually talk to. I, I, I think, as I said, it's an incredibly enriching uh, profession in terms of what it offers to you personally, but it is a phenomenally stressful mm -hmm. uh, profession. You, you are having to learn to multitask in ways that you would never think that you would be able to do. Yes. And that alone brings itself, brings huge amounts of stresses and tensions, both with your home life, with your other studies that you teach, um, at school as well and I think part of the process is you do need particularly in those early days to have a mentor you mm -hmm. need to have someone who you can talk things through with who you can share both your successes and your failures and not be debilitated by those failures but be able to give the tools be able to be given the tools to enable yourself to learn from the things that haven't worked out. Yeah, as someone um, also who can shine a yeah. different light on the situation right. and yeah. they see it in a very different That's way. That's right. Someone who's been there and who's done it and, and has come out the other side and has some, <laughs> some hints and tips. But I think you do need... You need to have someone, I think, in who you can debrief with, you know, someone that you can actually get on the phone to or now via email or Skype or something and mm -hmm. just simply say, you know, having a bit of trouble here or, you know, this worked really, really well. Now, how can I um, retwig it for, yeah. uh, for uh, retwig it, sorry, for next next time? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I think a mentor is really essential. And Drama Vic, I know, helps with that process. So they, they help connect... Uh, beginning teachers uh, with people who mm. are established in the field who, mm. who can be the, that sort of confidant because to be perfectly honest in a school environment you can't always offload with your colleagues uh, it, it's not it's not always possible you know because it's probably to, not always it's not always advisable political that's right. politically there, correct that's right either. there is a there is a political dynamic that exists within a school mm. and if you're wanting promotion and you're wanting position you, you really can't always um offload in the way in which you probably need to and i think therefore to have someone who's a mentor or a confidant who you're able to say and, and just share some stuff with yeah. and you know it's not going to come back to bite you on the bum. Yes, you, you can leave what what's said in the right. room stays in that room. That's actually That's really, right. really good advice. Yeah. Really interesting. And they, don't, and they may not necessarily be able to do much more than acknowledge the fact that you've been heard. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, but, you know, generally I think out of their wealth of experience they're able to share something. They can share something. Yeah, yeah that's great. Have you um, bought any artefacts or anything with you? You may even have a mental artefact, a mental snapshot of something. Uh, the artefacts that I... The only, look, there's lots of things. I could have bought 
various editions of Acting Smart, but I thought that would have been a little <laughs> bit... Uh, that sort of bit sort of... Um, yeah. Uh, my life member award I could have oh yes that, but that I did what, oh, what I brought was that. my collection <laughs> of um, <laughs> of drum Victoria and drum Australia um, uh, lanyards uh, wow from a variety every every time I go to a conference or uh, yeah or attend PD and we get I uh, get one of these they go onto a hook in my uh, in my study this is just a, a collection of some of them Aren't they but they fabulous? offer they, they provide me with some wonderful um, visual reminders about <laughs> um, about things that I've done and things that I've uh, experienced so um, look at so that I had a friend that used to do this with uh, room par- keys <laughs> for hotels I shouldn't probably say that one. Most, most aren't they wonderful? Most unimaginative one, the Paris, the Paris um, piece of design. But anyway, I think the drama Victoria ones are looking pretty they're cool. Great. They're yeah, looking cool, aren't they? So yeah. No, that's so, it's yeah, really so. interesting what people are bringing as artifacts too. Good on you. Thank you, Mark Bailey. It's been great to speak it's been to great you. Great to be here and catch up with you again. Yeah, too. and catch up with you too. <laughs> Good to see you, Mark. Thank you you so much. Thank you very much. Okay, bye now. Well, that's all from us at The Aside. There are 49 other Mama interviews you might like to listen to, so please do feel free to go and find those and have a listen. Thank you to all the people involved in conducting the Mama interviews. The list is extensive. Happy 50th birthday to Drama Victoria, and thank you to the 50 legends for giving us their time. If you would like to ask the aside a question or you have a suggestion for a future episode, please do not hesitate to contact us at asidepodcast at outlook.com. Thank you to Eltham College for letting us record here. Thank you to Drama Victoria for their ongoing support. And of course, thank you for listening. <laughs>